Welcome, dear friends and listeners, to The Quandary Vault, a podcast for the hopelessly inquisitive. I'm your host, Anthony, your guide through the shadows where folklore and legend intersect with science and the paranormal. Today, we journey into the heart of Appalachia to explore the captivating legend of the Moon-Eyed People. These mysterious beings, described as short, pale, and blue-eyed, once dwelled in the southern Appalachian mountains, emerging only under the moon's dim light. Surrounded by intrigue, the Moon-Eyed People are linked in history with the Cherokee and Creek Indians, Thomas Jefferson, Lewis and Clark, and the Prince of Wales. Let's step into the Quandry Vault and see what we can find. In the ancient lore of the southern Appalachian Mountains, where verdant hills meet the canvas of dark night skies, a mystery unfolds. The legend of the Moon-Eyed People. Long before the arrival of English settlers and Spanish explorers, these enigmatic beings were said to inhabit the shadowy realms of western North Carolina. As the Cherokee migrated into these mystical lands around 1100 AD, they encountered a peculiar race, short in stature, fair-skinned, with light hair and piercing blue eyes. The Moon-Eyed People, as the Cherokee named them, shunned the harsh light of day, emerging only under the gentle glow of the moon at night, hence the name. Legends whispered of these nocturnal inhabitants, their origins lost in the mists of time. According to lore, the Moon-Eyed People were cave dwellers, living within the embrace of the ancient mountains. Their ethereal appearance, so fair that daylight pained their eyes, compelled them to wander only at night. The landscape bore witness to their existence through man-made stone structures scattered throughout the southeast, remnants of an era lost to history. One mysterious account suggests that the Moon-Eyed people might have roots across the Atlantic. In the early 1400s, well before Columbus set sail, 14 ships led by one of the young Welsh princes departed from Wales, destined for the New World. Lost at sea, these vessels never returned, sparking speculation that they might have reached the Americas and established colonies. Thomas Jefferson himself in the 1803 Indian removal policy referred to this group as the Welsh Indians. There are other historical accounts of meetings with the Welsh Indians, including an encounter between them and legendary explorers Lewis and Clark along the Mississippi River. The mysterious stone structures attributed to the Moon-Eyed people dotted the landscape. Natural formations enhanced by human hands, or so the tales go. In Fort Mountain State Park, a towering 850-foot stone wall stands as a silent sentinel, a testament to their presence. In the town of Murphy, a soapstone and talc effigy emerged from the river, a haunting artifact that now resides in the local museum. But what fate happened to the Moon-Eyed people? Indigenous American lore weaves two distinct stories. Creek Indians, it is said, attacked them on a night when the full moon bathed the land in an almost daylight glow. Defenseless against the brightness, the Moon-Eyed people were driven away. Alternately, the Cherokee claimed to have similarly pushed them westward into the hills of Tennessee and beyond. The Moon-Eyed people, once shrouded in mystery, now linger as echoes of a bygone era. Their disappearance, veiled in the vagaries of time, leaves us to ponder. Did they truly exist, or are they a phantasmal creation of ancient lore? Let's see if we could uncover any scientific explanations that could shed some light, uh, yes, that's a pun, on the moon-eyed people. One hypothesis suggests that the moon-eyed people might have been a human population with unique genetic traits. 
conditions such as albinism or other genetic anomalies could account for their oddly fair skin, light sensitivity, and distinctive appearance. This genetic distinctiveness might have contributed to their supposed nocturnal lifestyle. The legend describes the moon-eyed people as cave dwellers. Scientifically, populations living in caves for generations may undergo adaptations to low-light environments. Over time, such adaptations could result in heightened nocturnal abilities, explaining their preference for nighttime activities. Despite this phenomenon being common across the animal kingdom, it's not as common in humans, at least not to the same degree. The theory connecting the Moonai people to Welsh settlers proposes a historical migration from Wales. If the lost Welsh ships indeed reached the Americas in the 1400s, descendants might have integrated with the indigenous populations. Their distinct features and mysterious ways could be attributed to a blend of Welsh and Native American cultures misunderstood and exaggerated by those that encountered them. Anthropologists often encounter challenges in interpreting ancient legends accurately. It's possible that the Moon-Eyed people were a group of human mystics or hermits with specific cultural or spiritual practices, perhaps related to celestial observations or night rituals. Over time, these practices could have been misinterpreted as necessity rather than a choice. Archaeological examinations of various objects and artifacts connected to the Moon-Eyed people shed more light on their potential origins and cultural significance. Again, pun intended. Initial analysis reveal a fascinating blend of craftsmanship, materials, and symbolic elements, prompting researchers to question prevailing narratives. As the artifacts undergo in-depth study, questions arise. Could these objects be remnants of a unique pre-Columbian civilization in the Appalachian Mountains? Do they challenge existing timelines of human habitation in the region? Well, I think they do. So what is it? Are the Moon-Eyed people descendants of lost Welsh explorers that mated and blended cultures with early indigenous Americans? Are they misunderstood cave dwellers? Outside of the artifacts that they left behind, there's not much more science can do to explain the Moon-Eyed people. I think anthropological investigation gets us close to solving the mystery, but there's still plenty of questions. When scientific inquiry leaves us with questions, maybe the remaining answers live outside of science. Maybe they live in the paranormal. If you're like me, as soon as you heard the term cave dwellers, your mind went straight down to the inner earth. Uh, quick side note, I use the term inner earth to include any theory that involves beings living underground or deep within mountains. This includes the hollow earth theory, but it is not limited to it. So when I say inner earth, I'm not only talking about the hollow earth theory. So, could the Moonai people be one of the most history riddled accounts of contact with inner earth inhabitants? There are many legends that mention entrances to the inner earth, making contact to the surface through elaborate cave systems and tunnels. Maybe at one point in time, when the Americas were much less populated, certain inner earth species lived in closer proximity to the surface, or even in between both realms, a subterranean amphibian of sorts. Upon the arrival of the Cherokee and other indigenous peoples to the area, and later the European settlers, the Moonai people may not have disappeared at all. Maybe they just went back home deeper and deeper into the earth. Another theory ties the Moon-Eyed people's odd appearance and nocturnal habits to something more otherworldly. Fans of the paranormal will have heard of the aliens known as the Greys and the Whites. What if the Moon-Eyed people are another species of alien, or a variation of the short Greys, and made their home in the American Appalachian region centuries ago? 
This theory gains more traction when you examine the artifacts that were left behind by these wondrous creatures. The statues of the short bald beings with big heads and almond-shaped eyes are quite compelling to say the least. If you haven't already, you should take a look at the statues and see for yourself. In this theory, the moon-eyed people didn't disappear. Again, they just went back home. Consider the possibility that the moon-eyed people are not creatures of this world, but rather spiritual beings or nature spirits, deeply rooted into the fabric of the land itself. Many cultures around the world have tales, or even entire religions, intertwined with spirits that are linked to different aspects of nature. The Shinto religion in Japan is a prime example of this. The theory helps explain the moon-eyed people's odd stature and demeanor. In many nature spirit legends and lore, the beings are often human in appearance but with exaggerated features. Think of fairies being tiny, or mermaids with their fish-like tails. Perhaps the fleeting appearances and ultimate disappearance of the moon-eyed people are a testament to a connection with the spirit realm, particularly our continued deterioration of the spiritual connection to our planet. Whether fantastical creatures, beings from the depths of our imagination, or the lineage of a long-lost Welsh expedition, the Moon-Eyed people are an enigma that have sparked the imaginations of many for centuries. So where does that leave us? For this one, I'm torn. On one hand, I have a theory that I lean toward that's not that exciting, but probable. On the other hand, well, let's start with the first hand. Like many tales and legends from this region, I tend to come down on the side of people misunderstanding and misinterpreting what they experienced. An encounter with something, my guess a child with albinism, sparked a tale of short, pale-skinned, blue-eyed, fair-haired creatures. After some time, the legend gained some embellishments, like they only come out at night and they live deep within the caves. After a few more encounters with albinism, the legend is fully born. The mystical elements of the legend have the hallmarks of indigenous American lore, particularly of the Cherokee. Once ensconced within native and early American cultures, it is easy to see why the encounters with the Welsh Indians, a tale most likely made up by early settlers, were often noted during this time in history. Like I said, not that exciting, but probable. Now, on the other hand, there's a part of me that keeps tugging away saying, cave dwellers, and we know what that means. I can't shake the idea that early indigenous Americans and settlers may have, for a time at least, lived side by side with inner earth inhabitants. But that's just me. The Moonai people are a unique and mysterious part of Appalachian Americana, and for now, remain in the vault. Until next time, keep asking questions and never stop searching. Cheers. Quandary Vault is written, produced, and hosted by Anthony James Valtiero. Music and audio accompaniments were provided by Dr. Tones. This episode was recorded and produced at the Blue Ridge Community College Library in Flat Rock, North Carolina. To support the podcast, visit patreon.com backslash the Quandary Vault.